Hey guys, I'm Sunakshi, co-founder and CEO of Pick. In a gold rush, the best business to be is in the business of selling shovels. One such company that is selling shovels in the current gold rush of e-commerce is Bic, which was previously known as Bikai. Bic helps companies to increase their sales of their online stores through AI-powered customer engagement and communication tools. In this episode of the Founder Thesis podcast, your host Akshay Dutt speaks to Sonakshi Nathani, the co-founder and CEO of Bic. Sonakshi shares the journey of first building up Bikai as a WhatsApp commerce tool for small businesses before making the pivot to Bic, which offers solutions to large global enterprise clients. Stay tuned and subscribe to the Founder Thesis podcast on any audio streaming platform to learn about the founder's journey finding product market fit. The dreams was always about starting my own company, starting my own business. That was the aspiration since even I remember when I was 10, 12 years old. That was the only thing that always used to pop my mind and I was since I was super good in mathematics, I chose science as my academic path. Then I got into triple IT. It's again a place which is all about spending four years with people who are top notch in algorithms, computer science, and then getting placed into top notch companies like Microsoft, Google, Facebook. So I worked at Microsoft after doing my graduation from triple IT in computer science. And that's where I met my co-founder as well, Ashu. We both were batchmates in the university and I worked for Microsoft for three years as a software developer. But as I said, always there was this itch of starting my own company. Throughout those journey of three years, it was always about thinking what I can do next, what I can build. Maybe I should go back and join my family business. Always this, the mindset of startups or reading about them made me choose this path. And by 2018 was when after working three years at Microsoft, I had a discussion with Ashu. Ashu was in Canada during those days. He was working for companies like Star, uh, Zen Square. And we had a discussion that maybe we should start something of our own. He moved back and that's how, you know, Vikai was born. So did you have a clear idea when you started talking to Ashu? No. One thing was clear. We want to do something of our own. There was no idea as such what we want to do. But surely during my days at Microsoft, I was trying out multiple things. For example, there was a lot of startups who were trying out things on helping kids with education. I thought of thinking of some, building something on those lines, but I never executed anything really while doing my job. And then we thought of building some something related to restaurants while we were quitting our jobs, respective jobs. And it was more about these days, you must be seeing QR codes on the restaurant tables who, like while scanning. So that was our idea that time. And very soon, like just after quitting the job, we understood it's more salesy kind of business. Like it's not more about product building and we are not very good at sales right now. So we thought of, no, we don't want to do this. We didn't have anything quitting our jobs. So how did you finalize on the idea of Bikai? As I said, I belong to a family who runs their own business. So I and Ashu, like I remember Ashu moved back to India. I was in Hyderabad that time. So he moved to Hyderabad with me and we were together for two, three months building that restaurant thing. 
But then we thought that maybe this is not something that we want to do. So we moved back to our respective hometowns for a month during New Year's. And that's when I was spending a lot of time with my family, their business, understanding the model. And that's where they also run a small kind of grocery store. And they had accept, started accepting orders on WhatsApp chat. And that made us realize that there's so much potential. Like literally our customers used to send messages of the items list of items they wanted to order and my family was okay like we'll deliver it so that's when they thought there should be a tool to help them out and we started looking up for tools we found shopify we found indian versions of shopify but none were i would say suitable exactly to those kind of profiles by profiles what i mean is people who just know how to use mobile they have no idea about the complexities of desktop today we have and also, people who understand internet is about WhatsApp and YouTube. They don't know anything beyond that. So that's how we searched for solution, didn't find any. And that's when she suggested, why don't we build one? And within days, Bikai was born as an app and Play Store and it was launched. So this is how we did it. So Bikai was like a app to create a digital storefront for people who are not tech savvy. Yes. They could very easily download, create a shop, Correct. list items with the price and then send that link to their neighborhood customers that ordered through this. And then what would happen was they sent out a link to customers? Yeah, so then the customers can easily browse opening that link. They can easily browse kya kya milta hai, what is there in the store, what they have to offer, discounts, etc. And place the order. Once they get the order, then first we improved the showcasing experience where customers are able to see it easily. Then post-order experience where the shop owner or the, the merchant who's able to now easily able to manage orders. For example, they're getting 100 orders in a day or let's say 20 orders in a day. Seeing them in a place, understanding, okay, this is delivered, this is out of stock, so maybe I should cancel it, etc., etc. So these were like two major use cases we wanted to solve. And But this did not have real-time inventory, like the inventory would be manually updated. And this did yeah. not have payment gateway. They would pay cash on delivery, something like yeah. that. Yeah, initially it didn't have, but within a couple of months when our software, because Maksha still remember, although we built it, keeping my family business in mind, very soon the acceptance of this product from this who were selling clothes, apparels, etc. started popping up. And because of COVID, it picked up really well during that time. and. That's when did you launch this? So this was launched in 2019 mid and it was very close to COVID. So within six months, like a full blown up organic acceptance of this product started happening. And that's when we built the payment gateways as well, because now these stores like we're selling Apple, Pan India, they need online payments, etc. So we ended up building a full fledged e-commerce website builder for SMBs. Okay. So you built an app like version one, put it on Play Store. Did it get downloads or did you spend money to get it downloaded? Okay. Like, Yeah, it, al it also has a very interesting story. And like the background that I come from, again, for them, business success on it meaning a profitability. There is no other difference like raising money, etc. That didn't even exist in our dictionary. Profitability was the ultimate goal for me and Ashu when we were starting off. And so... Whatever you think, your thinking process then takes a different path when you have a different thought process altogether. So when we started off, what we did was we joined a lot of Facebook groups, like for example, Mumbai Wholesale Group, or Delhi Wholesale Groups and started posting our app ka link that if you're a wholesaler, if you're a retailer, this is the app you can use to create your online store install. And I still remember 
zero likes, zero comments, and of course zero installed. <laughs> so then, like I was with because I said like I was at my hometown back then, understanding everything. So my cousin was there. He told me, "When you thought, so why are you not writing that?" So you know, re- yeah, this is actually such a valid point. And then I rephrased my post on groups and I started writing, "Do you want to increase your sales on WhatsApp?" <laughs> In comment, yes. And you know that each individual post used to give us eight hundred likes. 400 comments people commenting yes and then i used to reply back okay then i have sent you a message on your dm so this is how we started growing in initial one two months because you we are bootstrapping and profitability was the goal and also we clubbed it with so since we had friends working at that time used to give a lot of credit had credits to their employees so we used to get 35000 rupees ka credit from every employee and we had five six friends so we start Teaching that as well. <laughs> That's okay. 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 <laughs> okay. How did the product evolve then? Product V one was there for how long? Did you make V two post lockdown? Tell me that evolution. Yeah. So yeah. So actually, when we started off, simple cataloging tool. It didn't even have order placement capabilities. The version one of the product. Within a month, we launched order placing capabilities because we understood like order management is a very big use case. Within a month. Then I remember by June, which was the second month, we understood because we started getting a lot of calls, and I and Ashu were managing customer support that time. So we started getting a lot of calls that, hey, I want to replace bikai dot com slash my store link to my store dot com. So we said, okay, this is doable. Like first we thought, nahi nahi, mana kar dete hain. We don't have capability. Let's just say no. But then we thought, chalo, ha, bol dete hain. Ask them, can you pay for that? When we told them, yes, we can do, but it is chargeable. It's not free. So they said, take money. And I still remember it was one guy said, two fifty rupees hi de paunga. I cannot pay you four hundred rupees that we asked for. So I said, okay, okay, two fifty though, because for us quitting our jobs last year in September and now it was June twenty nineteen, it felt even two fifty rupees felt like good, like making some money. So we said we agreed. He transferred us two fifty bucks, and then we sat throughout the night and you know, understood. Okay, how can we do it? Then we launched a version where you can create your own website, a white labeled website. And once we did that, Akshay, after that, the evolution of product became super speedy because now people started seeing the capabilities of the product. That now we have gotten our own website, so we need payment gateways. We need ways, very capable ways to search product listing. We need really capable ways of showcasing like different themes. Then they also started slowly evolving towards. Asking loyalty programs, they started asking subscription as a model on their website, and lot of things, product reviews, etc. So eventually, you know, this. In fact, we didn't have any product managers six, until six months ago. So everything was built by what customers were saying. So evolution has been all in customer led, actually. Tell me about some of these features. So subscription for whom? These are retailers, right? What kind yeah. of subscription? So let's say like Big Basket Daily, BB Daily. So if someone who's selling milk, so now they want subscription for their consumers who can have this daily subscription of getting milk on their doorstep. So this is one kind of. Then there were people who were selling subscription boxes, like for example, like a Dollar Shave Club sort of. So there was like huge demand of subscription as a service model. Okay. For- okay. 
Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. And uh, product reviews is obviously on that website only, like uh, yeah. on that shopper's site only. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And also, okay. other thing, Akshay, that happened was since our vision, since beginning, was to make businesses successful. We wanted to make our family business successful, and that's where we launched this product. So, you know, always that vision used to wander our minds that giving them a website, giving web SMBs a website, is that enough to fulfill that vision? We agree to the fact that we are giving them access to tools who can take them online and opportunity they can become successful. But our vision of making them successful, are we fulfilling that? And that made us think very deeply. And somewhere last year, you know, November, we came up a feature, I would say, or maybe a new offering, which was marketing solutions. And we started offering them digital marketing as a service. So whoever owned a Bikai website, we said that, okay, you can come to us. We'll give you, we can run Google and Facebook ads on your website and you can just relax. You don't have to worry about how you can get new customers. So we started off, we did pilot with just 15 customers. But within two and a half months, it exploded like thousand plus businesses using our digital marketing as a service. So that's how we evolved in, the, in our product. Journey. Tell me how the numbers evolved. Like what kind of downloads were you getting month on month? It is very, I would say, Akshay, dependent on how much we spend on digital marketing. But I think we were approximately doing 5,000 to 6,000 installs per day. Wow. This is in pre-COVID or post-COVID? This is post-COVID, I would say. Like these numbers are around November, December last year, 21. Wow. Amazing. So once COVID hit, how did the numbers change? Do you remember the pre-COVID, post-COVID? Yeah. Pre-COVID, I still remember per install, we used to get 30 rupees, even a dollar, like 75, 80 rupees per install. But during COVID, it was never beyond 10 rupees. It was always below 10 rupees installed. And post-COVID, I would say it increased a bit, but it has not gone to a levels of what it was pre-COVID. So people have adopted the solution to their natural habitation to run businesses. Yeah, this you're talking about your cost per install, like how much yeah. ad spend you had to do per install. Okay. Yes, correct. Okay, okay, okay. And like, what what made you feel that this will become a big business? I believe you also raised your first round after COVID hit. Tell me about that maturation phase. Once you start talking to investors, then it's at a different level of maturity. So, you know, what signs did you see that, yes, this is going to be a mature business and I need to raise funds for it? Yeah, so... <laughs> Akshay, as I told you, we didn't have any clue about what VC means. VC hai bhi ye bhi nahi pata tha. Humme to pata tha startup shuru karte hai and then you make it a successful business, go IPO, etc. So didn't know anything about VC fundraising. During COVID, we were sitting idle. So I and Ashu had this tendency to play tennis for three, four hours a day. That stopped because of COVID and we found ample amount in our lives and what we can do with that apart from product building. I started researching on internet, found about Y Combinator. This was March 2020. I found about Y Combinator. I still remember seeing a quote from on Twitter from Michael Siegel that IC has gone all remote and we are also accepting applications who want to attend this remotely. So then I read about it, understood more, applied to YC. We got in, fortunately, they had asked for one video, submit kardena ek minute we made it. But we never knew that this is going to change everything for Bikai. Because like when we got into that, first they offered, let's remember, a call ayatha from her, his partner at YC, he said that, Congrats, you have got into YC program. We'll offer you $150,000. Uh, 
I just went straight away to Ashwin and said one fifty thousand dollars in back then. But when program started, they taught us about fundraising, how to scale up your startup, how to think big, how to get everything into place, how to work really hard to achieve such numbers that you are committing to. Those were ethics. I would say startup ethics or an entrepreneur ethics that YC taught us, and those three months were super super amazing. And when we came out that program, we realized how much potential this app has. Not just the organic reach that we were already getting, that never made us realize the amount of potential it has. But the education that we got in Y Combinator, which was about thinking of TAM, thinking about how you can even expand your use cases to even get greater revenue opportunities from those TAM, how to think of challenges as something that ये तो temporary है, like there is like still miles to go and things to achieve. So all those things were taught at YC, and after three months, when we raised money, I would say honestly, it was easy because once you get out of YC, there are always lot of angel investors reaching you out, and especially if the numbers are growing month over month, and especially YC, there was this saying over there that if you focus on just on growing your business for three months instead of focusing on fundraising, funds will come to you it will walk to you but if you don't do that then it becomes difficult so we just focused on increasing our revenue month over month it involved a lot of product building for example akshay you are selling a subscription at 200 rupees per month now you suddenly have to increase your revenue next month the only two way you can do is you can increase the number of customers coming in or what you can do is increase your check size to increase your check size what you can do is you can increase the number of features in your product so that existing users So we knew we don't have money because YC money is also take some time to reach our account. We didn't have money. Only way to do was what we had to build product quickly within a month. We did that. All our existing started upgrading to the higher package, and we were actually seeing hundred percent month over month growth on our revenues for three consecutive months in YC, and that's how we raised that first round. So this is what yeah. happened. <laughs> and oh, so this two hundred per month, which that pre YC that. Subscription package. This was just for the domain, custom domain. Custom domain tha and thode bhot. Just for example, in free, we'll give you access to uploading hundred products versus in okay. paid, we'll thousand products. Those small features. Okay. okay. And uh, how did you increase this ticket size? Oh, what plans did you introduce? What did they do? So we understood because again, customer support was being done by me and Ashu all together. So we understood their weaknesses, their fear. One was like they liked look their website should look pretty well. So we introduced themes. कि मान लो आप grocery बेचते हो तो आपको ऐसी themes अच्छी लगे कि जो sell app रहता है ऐसी theme. So that was one pain point that we understood. And the other pain point that we understood was around inventory management. Since SMBs are really small, they cannot really put in puri ledger what they have. They need some ease around. कि जैसे उनका out of stock हो गया तो simple switch that I want to remove this. And अगर है तो बस on कर दो. Don't put बहुत सारे numbers. So making that so easy. So now people started, and then we also launched abandoned cart feature, which is now very common. But back then, giving them data about people who didn't end up ordering from their website. So. These couple of features. What I used to do was Akshay. That merchant is still very close to me, but I still remember whenever we had to increase our check size, I used to call up schedule a one hour Google Meet. I used to ask them, "What's the problem? Can you tell me?" They used to give me a list. "Acha, ha, ye dus bara feature hoga. Chhiye. So, ham isko ek package banake upgraded version we launch. So, this is how we evolved. Amazing, amazing. Okay. And uh, like by the time you finished YC, what kind of revenue were you doing there? Like, what was the Number of users and yeah, it was not much. We were very mm-hmm. small. 
the number i still remember was i think we were close to around 20 25000 of mrr um, back mm. but we were mm. out of mm. it was around that is what i remember yeah i think so it was not okay. huge but i would say good enough for a seed stage company and maybe like 10 15000 paying users something like that no that's huge it was comparatively lower than that but our check size was also i think we had around 3000 to 4000 paying mm. users mm. by december okay. 20 Okay okay so what was the experience of raising funds like like you raised your seed fund by the time you finished YC what was the experience of pitching what did you pitch to investors what was the big picture vision that you showed during YC or like after later that for that you, you did a 2 million seed round right so yeah, for yeah, that okay for 2 million okay so one was definitely revenue growth that we had shown second was the tam because we wanted to show that even though we charge really low amounts like 200 rupees 300 rupees but tam is so huge that it's going to counter and can become a billion dollar company and then third is about the passion towards what we are building so these were like three major storylines that we used during our seed seed round of fundraise and passion comes very naturally it does not require any kind of practice honestly because in the end if you're not loving what you do it will end up becoming because starting off is really easy but somewhere if the passion is not there towards the product or towards the pain points or the problem statement that we are solving then you'll end up losing your path or your way forward because product team will keep coming back to you asking ki ab kya banana hai next sales team will keep coming asking lot of that becomes unanswered there's no passion so that becomes really important while say, raising seed round that there should be real honest passion towards what you do and then growth the chain smokers is one of your investors right how did that happen i think chain smokers are really good friends with one of ic partner and they had emailed me on gmail on my gmail not even on my adbikai.com email id they had emailed me on gmail saying and their email unka email bhi na plain gmail wala hi tha it was not saying official chain smokers so they had emailed me saying that we want to invest we are really good friends with brad flora from yt and we want to invest because you are the best company in the batch so uh, first i had shown this message to ashu and told him ye mail aaya bolta yaar fake hoga aise thodi bola chalo let's reply i'm sitting free i'm sitting idle i'll just reply what i'm in replying and then they quickly got back saying that yeah yeah we want to meet have a g meet tomorrow we scheduled a call and in the call as well akshay ashu said it was 8 am in the morning because of the us timings and ashu said wo thodi na aayenge yaar uska whoever is managing the fund that guy will come i said no they have written they'll also come i'll go at right in time So I was saying, "I'm 10 minutes late. I'm going to go. I'll go." So you know, when I went there, the first person was sitting was Alex, the chain smoker person, and like they were so down to earth, so grounded. Actually, like, I would have never imagined them speaking that way, and they were like all using appreciation words. And in that same call, which was of 30 minutes, they said, "We want to invest, and we want to hear a yes from you." There was. nothing about okay what are your numbers tell me more about your passion how are you going to build this in a billion dollar business like none of these questions it was they said we love the energy in the call and we want to invest and we want to hear a yes from you so this is how it happened and they have been one of the most supportive investors throughout the journey of vikai honesty akshay like super supportive very supportive amazing amazing okay So how did the the way you were running the business change after this initial 2 million seed round happened 
Yeah, it was, I would say, a very interesting time and also very challenging at the same time, Akshay, because now you have money and you have no clue of what needs to be done with that. And you have no experience whatsoever in terms of how well you can utilize this money. Utilization to koi bhi kar sakta hai, bhi aap invest kar do, but how well you can utilize is the question that needs to be answered. And I had no clue, but uh, went with the flow. People suggested you should focus on acquisition. We focused on acquisition. We spent a lot of money on acquiring new customer. That worked well because these were COVID days and it was a great opportunity for us to utilize on that. So first was this, we put a lot of money on acquisition. Second was building a right team for product. We didn't think of building sales team because organic revenues were healthy. And product team banana start kia. We hired one product lead of sorts in the company, but that didn't work out eventually for us in long run. But yeah, we hired one product lead, hired few people as a tech intern, junior tech full timers as well. And the first and the foremost thing that we did was because there were a lot of organic, she built a customer support team. So we hired eight people in customer support. That was the first thing that we did even before hiring tech and other people. Train them, make them fully capable of what our uh, solution stands for. Solve that and then we hired tech and product. So that's how. So you get a lot of inbound calls or do you do outbound calls to customers like this customer support team? What is their inbound, role? Fully inbound. How we are structured is we have a WhatsApp helpline number. Our customer support team, they, Akshay, what they do is once someone installs the app, we start pushing them notifications that if you're interested in let's say, buying our VIP pack, ultimate pack, then, you know, click on this. And whenever they used to click, it used to come to our WhatsApp where, where our support agent would sit and say, okay, these are the offerings. If you want to buy, here is the link. So that was their job. And also technical assistance. That is the most trickiest part to crack Akshay in SMB space. Technical assistance, if they even pay you 500 bucks, 1000 bucks, they will expect the Mercedes class assistance. You have to spend a lot of time with them to make them understand how solution works, how in the best capability they can use it. And the most fortunate part for us was they were ready to listen. Like they were the ones who were reaching out and telling or samjha or samjha because they had time back then. It was COVID. So that was where support team helped us a lot. Okay, okay. Got it, got it. Okay. And like, how did the uh, the product strategy evolve post that? Like you told me you introduced subscription features and reviews right. and themes right. and custom domain how, and some basic inventory management. So how did the product evolve after that? Like after the fund round? Yeah, so after fundraising, product kept evolving in terms of features that we were adding. Mm -hmm. Not something out of the box, I would say it was more about enabling the existing TG even more, like these features. Mm -hmm. But Give me some examples, like what uh, kind of... I still remember there was huge demand of people understanding more about... They wanted to more understand more about their consumers. Evolving more towards analytics was one thing that we really focused on. For example, how much time a consumer is spending on viewing a particular product. That much an SMB was particular about getting analytics of. Improving, like digging very deeper on analytics, who's viewing, when he is viewing, what products are getting more views, etc. So analytics was one part that we improved highly on. Then second thing was aesthetics again coming back to, as I said, themes. So aesthetics again became very important. For example, the checkout experience of merchant. So they had to, they wanted something which can be very quick. So for example, you get an option either pay online or pay COD. So COD, if some consumer chooses COD, 
आपका लॉस है क्योंकि वहां पे आरटीओ लॉसेस बहुत ज्यादा है बट इफ यू ओनली इनेबल ऑनलाइन देन आपका क्या है कि ऑर्डर्स कम हो जाते हैं सो इट वाज अ ट्रिकी थिंग टू सॉल्व एंड नो वन हैज सॉल्व्ड इन द वर्ल्ड बिकॉज़ ये प्रॉब्लम तो सिर्फ इंडिया का है एंड वी विल लाइक बी इंडियन प्लेयर्स टू सॉल्व दिस सो वी गॉट इन अ थर्ड ऑप्शन व्हिच वी कॉल्ड इट एज पार्शियल सीओडी सो व्हाट इट मेंट वाज आप ₹100 अभी ऑनलाइन पे कर दो आपका ऑर्डर कंफर्म हो जाएगा बाकी ₹500-600 यू कैन पे इट लेटर so this is something that we introduced it picked up really well akshay lot of people started immediately using that because it was a bridge between cod karna hai online payment karna hai although the number of orders reduced if it would have been cod but it had picked up really well so those kind of features hmm. getting deep into their insights understanding hmm. thought process and building it yeah okay okay so you give a dashboard to the business owner about which products get the maximum views and which products are most yeah. added to cart and like that yeah. kind of analytics correct correct and in parallel we also started building our own platform where delivery apps can list their apps so for example the first app was where iq since they were our batchmates in yc we got into this deal they listed they built an app on bikai platform like a shopify app so like we call it bikai platform they built it then shiprocket also joined the wagon delivery had joined the wagon so like these three like we became a platform where these delivery apps can put their apps on bikai and our merchants can use it amazing the for the payment gateway service you is that something you monetize you earn from that or you just charge them that whatever is being charged to you payment we were monetizing even now we monetize so we take around 1% of the total commission that we charge from our merchant comes to bikai and rest goes out to the payment gateway that we use okay okay got it and what is your there's now what are the pricing plans today yeah now we have another set of offering which we call it as big.ai but we can talk about that later but in bikai as a product we have three versions like one is free then we have a vip package where we charge 600 monthly or if you want to pay yearly then it's 6000 and there is third called ultimate where we just sell annual package which is 30000 annual and what does ultimate give you like more analytics and more analytics like more like loyalty programs etc come in this thing ultimate then you also get a dedicated business coach that comes in ultimate these are the people who will help you set up your store we internally have a full fledged store setup team who literally takes when whenever you buy a package they'll come they'll set up your store they'll create banners for you etc everything yeah. and Okay. If for both VIP and Ultimate, your team will do this or only for Ultimate? Only for Ultimate. Thirty thousand. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And this loyalty program is what? Like customers get some points every time they yeah. do shopping, and those points can be redeemed. Yeah. Okay. 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 Got it. Very interesting. Okay. And what about the the tra- trajectory of revenue? Like, how did that change? Like, yeah. post the funding and. <laughs> revenue has been healthy in terms of the growth that we have seen like we have been varying from 10 to 30% month over month growth for bikai after the fundraise that we did and that kept continuing after raising the funds as well pre funding it was more like a 100% growth because revenues were small is small that revenue small tha to wo tha but after funding 10 to 30% vary karte karte month over month growth tha hi tha Amazing. And what do you do now? What's your monthly run rate currently? Huh, that or, or what is your target for this year or next year? What, like, uh, what is the number you are chasing? That is like since now we have a lot of offerings. Like, Big has been introduced, and 
it is mm-hmm. more for mid market and enterprise merchants we have really high expectations from revenue we are targeting around i would say at least a 10 million arr by your end but let's see wow goes. amazing <laughs> Okay, so tell me about Big Dot AI. Yeah, yeah. The journey, as you were asking, the journey of product evolution kept happening for us. And by November last year, we launched our marketing solutions, which were very manual. I would say, any merchant that we were onboarding, unka digital ads rana, running their Google ads, Facebook ads, it was a tedious job. Running an agency, yeah. So onboarding thousand plus merchants on that agency model. You imagine the workforce that we ended up hiring to support them. That made us realize that we should tease this. This is not going to help us when we want to scale up. You know, productizing it got this thought process again in our mind. Ki kaise karna hai? Like, how do we do it? Google ad, Facebook ad, what should we do? But then we took a step back. We understood the problem statement. Problem statement is helping them acquiring merchants, helping them growing their business. So it's about marketing their solutions and uh, what is marketing, Akshay? If you see honestly, it's about understanding who your target audience is and then showing them the right set of communication at the right time. So if we are able to productize these two problem statements, then it's done. It's not about running ads somewhere; it's about solving these two problem statements. And that's how we came up with Big. Big ended up becoming a platform where you're solving both of these problems. How you're solving like? You being a Bikai store owner, or you being a Shopify store owner, or you're being any kind of store owner, e-commerce store owner, you can integrate it to Bik. Your data about your consumers, like who purchased what and when, will flow to Bik, and Bik then gives you very smart segmentation. So let's say, for example, Bik would know share if you are doing segmentation of let's say Nike dot com. So if Akshay is visiting. He usually buys by end of month, but he hasn't purchased anything in last thirty days. So this is one segment who are becoming potential inactive customers. You know, let's say like we help them segment the data that we gather from their store, and then recommend them. These are communication that you can send to this particular segment of consumers. So let's say if you didn't purchase anything for last thirty days, we'll show you. Let's say. There's a discount on the product that you usually buy, fifty percent off, and then also give these brands a communication channel, which is today WhatsApp. So we give them casting capabilities that this segment has been reached. There are five hundred people who have received it. Then you know you. This is the recommended message that you can show, and here is just one click by clicking on which in five hundred people's WhatsApp page that marketing message will go. So this is the capability that we built with. Initially, we thought we'll take it slow. We'll understand uh, the user behavior, segments, etc. But within a month, Akshay, we launched it on June twentieth. But within a month, we realized that it has picked up well. Stickiness, great. So we would like to expand it. So that's where the company's focus became. That since we are now beyond Bikai, like we are more than just an e-commerce enabler, we should rebrand us to Bik. And Bik also, in a way, it's more about. It's a name that is. That will also have acceptance from international markets. It's not a Hindi word, so that's how you evolved to go to big Akshay. So big is demarketing, basically. De-marketing. If you want to, yeah. if you want to get your existing user base back to your store for the next purchase, or you want to get them to increase the ticket size, so yeah. that is where you use big. That is big. probably abandoned cart. Also, you, it would automate that. Like you have Correct. products in your cart, they they're running out soon or. Stuff like that. Correct. Basically, what Amazon does, you're giving that power of what Amazon does to yes. small retailers. Yes. 
Yeah, but BIC is more for like we are opening up mid-market and enterprise merchants as well with BIC because if you see like data segmentation, karna, the hmm. core, like the P0 thing is that you should have data and small retailers might not have enough data to use the segmentation hmm. Uh, hmm. for their stores. So this opens right. up as a company for us gauge towards mid-market and enterprise level brands as well. To, to really use this, you need to have say... 10,000 transactions at least happening on your store every month. Otherwise, Otherwise it's not enough information. Right. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Got it. How is Big monetized? What is the pricing for that? Still very early in pricing journey, but we are targeting around $20,000 of ACV annualized. So that comes around to 14, 15 lakhs of annualized payment the brands will have to do to use Okay. This. Is it based on usage, based on number of customers, number of messages? Yes, the overall, if you see our ideal customer profile, Akshay, as you said, rightly said, they should have more than 50,000 customer base already. They should be doing at least a lack of monthly visitors on their website. So, you know, keeping all those in mind, this was the average ACV that we came out to be. But our pricing depends on three levers. One is fixed platform charges. They are there. They'll always be there. Then, you know, the number of subscribers or the consumers, unique consumers that you have, that second, not based on the number of messages that you send, that something like if you're using WhatsApp as a channel, then that if will be calculated. And then the third is since BIC has more evolved, which we can talk later as well, BIC has now even evolved more than retargeting. It has evolved to a big CRM, big pot, even a big growth, I would say, module to it. So. The third aspect is the number of the agents that you add, the number of users that you want to add to your space. Mm-hmm. So that like three levels. That we oh, okay, okay, got it, got it. Okay. So what are these add-ons, big CRM, big pot, big growth? Yeah, while running our pilot Akshay, with this retargeting tool, we understood that message, whatever we used to broadcast, always had a reply message from consumers. So a single person cannot handle it. And if you're not handling it, then the whole loop would be and you will not end up having conversion. That eventually led us to build a CRM module as well inside BIC. And what it does is it gives you capability that you can split your charts between the agents that you add, your WhatsApp charts. You can also tag them basis. Let's say, for example, somebody is messaging you for refund. Somebody is messaging you to know more about your product. You can label them up. So that's another thing. Then third thing is you also need automated bots to reply, not just so they can, you can automate it because there's a full-fledged integration that happens with your e-commerce store. So we know the product details, etc., pricing details, the discount you are currently offering. So everything that gets imported here and your bot can apply to it. And also, we also understood that these brands would also need certain acquisition help as well, apart from just retargeting. So we introduced a module in BIC and what it meant was actually we are giving them capabilities to introduce on their website, whether it be Shopify website, Bikai website. Let's say, for example, you open up a website called akshay.com uh, and see a spin the wheel widget on top of your website just for attracting your consumers and making them fill the phone number. So we are giving them those growth widget that also would be Akshay based on the cohorting. So let's say we know this set of if Akshay is visiting my website, he would like to see a spin the wheel discounts related to men grooming products versus if a female visiting, they'll want to see something else. So those are like growth uh, modules that we have given. Okay, okay, okay. Fascinating. Like, Bikai as a product is now like a probably going to be a very minor part of your revenue because exactly. Bik is obviously a 
much higher ticket size product and it's a global product, right? Like you, you're global. looking at going outside India. Yes, like it's a global product from day zero. We have already opened up our gates for Australia and New Zealand. Okay, okay. And this right on the back of Shopify? It's... Right now, yes. It's on Shopify and Pikai stores. Okay, okay. But I'm guessing Pikai stores would not really be a major source, right? Because yes, they, not, they're both for yes. small merchants. Okay. Yes. okay, okay. Does a Pikai store owner also get a CRM? Can he see who are my customers? This is their number so he can... They have everything. So we already had a CRM capability inbuilt on Bikai app. But when we launched Bik, we made sure that our Bikai merchants are not left out. So in Bikai app inside, we have given light version of Bik as they they get all the capabilities inside Akshay. Okay, okay, okay. Amazing. So today you are essentially not a e-commerce enablement like a digital shop front company. You're, You're more of a SaaS company now. It's like a SaaS company for e-commerce marketing. Yeah, e-commerce sales, rather, I would say. Yes. Marketing e-commerce solution now. Okay. 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 So what about the agency business? Like you were acting uh-huh. as an agency for budget. Yeah. Are you still doing that? No. So yeah, we are doing, but we are, we have stopped acquisition for that model and that acquisition stopped on September 1st. Like we want to, there are merchants who are using our service. We want to keep continuing our efforts on them. But we also take some hard calls, Akshay, on people, I would say, whom we couldn't deliver great results and would tell them that, okay, we cannot continue because eventually, right, if until now we haven't been able to deliver great results, we won't be able to deliver even in future. So that part we are stopping. But the merchants whom we had cracked, which were majority of our merchants, Cracked really well, who were getting really great products for them. We'll continue to offer our service until they want, but eventually we'll move them to Pick because we also truly believe that Pick would be a better solution than them running such manual ads on Google, Facebook. It's an alternative. And if you see macroeconomics of the environment right now, Akshay, D2C brands, like the fundraising has become really difficult for them. It's all about spending less and getting more ROI and is the perfect solution for any business who's running online or even retail businesses, I would say. Crunch more from your existing users or even if you're acquiring new users, acquire at a lower cost. So use Pick instead of doing manual ads. Okay, okay. Hey, do you want to productize that that agency business of doing ads for SMEs? Because that could be a big opportunity, right? For it, India, it, I mean. It is, Akshay, it definitely is a huge opportunity. But the analytics that we have so far, Akshay, it says that SMBs try to put in a lower budget on the advertisements they want to run. So let's say they cannot spend. For us, the sweet spot was the average check size they were putting on ads was 30,000 rupees per month. And we used to charge 20% of the ad spend. So it was great business model. But in from a perspective of the amount they want to put 30,000. It becomes difficult to deliver results in an automated version. If it's a managed service, you optimization, you'll spend a lot of time, you'll do it, you'll deliver it. In the end, unit economics work out because you have to put in man force. But automate it, and then in the end, there will be no results. So there's a problem in that automating. You need a much bigger monthly ad spend to, to really... Correct. Uh, show reserve. Yeah. Okay. 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 Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. And how did you go global? You know, does it mean like 
setting up a sales team or a marketing team or like what is the way in which you go global? So actually like I when we were building BIC it was a small project of sorts I still remember talking to one of our product manager telling him ki Hawaii jana hai kya tujhe bola ha jana hai so then I usko bola ki theek hai to chalo ye product banate hain to bola acha bana ke aap Hawaii le jao bola nahi 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 revenue aayega jab when we hit 100 million dollars then we'll go to Hawaii bola theek hai that's how it started I would say going global is more about culture internally it's about the mindset that you have to change because just hiring a sales person asking him to start prospecting leads from a different geography and selling to them it's not how it works it is doable but as a brand as a culture as a mindset of employees who are working here they should feel global first so for that what we did was we did lot of uh, number one activities of do's and don'ts ki dekho aaj hum instagram mein apne aap ko aise dikhate hain do you think an american would like it if answer is no that means it's not right second thing if you are coming to office you are not even greeting people aakar baith gaye apna headphone laga kar this is how it happens in us if answer is no so this is not how we going to do it so we first changed ourselves internally it took us a month then automatically when everyone starts thinking global everyone starts thinking international is when the ideas that gets implemented becomes international so even product thinking up like if the culture is not set of a global first company and for us it was difficult because we were coming from an smb background if the culture is not set that way you will just pick up your call you will call indian d2c brand ask them ko ye ye chahiye theek hai i'm building this product no this is not how it works you have to think global first in product in brand building in the support that we offer in the customer success team in the sales team so first we did that now is the time when we are setting up our team for global markets for example sales etc product thinking it's a continuous product process that will keep evolving for building up global so that's how hmm. we did and how are you acquiring customers for big like bikai would have been largely facebook driven right because uh, easiest place to target smbs and what about for big for big it's different because check size is high so we first hmm. select people whom we want to onboard and then reach hmm. out and use them so we're very different like outbound okay. versus like outbound. prospecting and uh, prospecting. that kind of got it got it okay okay And, and so then you subsequently after that 2 million round you raised another round in 21 tell me about that yeah it was our series a and again we didn't have any plans of raising funds honestly so it was april late april when we were doing our normal work sitting at homes because again i think covid second wave had ticked in and we couldn't go to office so we were sitting at home wondering ki मतलब वही टाइम ज्यादा हो जाता है जब घर पर होते हो देर लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स एंड लाइक थिंग्स आर ग्रेट इन टर्म्स ऑफ द ग्रोथ दैट वी आर सींग बट लॉट ऑफ मॉडल्स इन द मार्केट अक्षय मेकिंग लॉट ऑफ रेवेन्यूज वी स्टार्टेड एक्सप्लोरिंग दैम नॉट आर स्पेस स्पेस हुई सेल सब्सक्रिप्शन बट बेकिंग सो फॉर एग्जाम्पल हेल्थ का स्पेस हेल्थ डिफाइमी एक्सेट्रा at text based we were selling courses etc and making money so that intrigued us a lot akshay ki ye log kaise bech rahe hain subscription because we didn't have any sales team jitna organic aa raha tha kar rahe the to humne socha hum kaise sales team bana sakte hain agar ye log aisa bech rahe hain to we started studying their models and we thought okay so we are also selling subscription we should also build our sales team but for sales team we need money so that's our email to sequoia and like with it was very quick the round was closed soon and yeah it took 3 months in the paperwork etc and that's how the 
idea of raising funds came into our minds and we did it. And it, this was relatively easy because you already had track record of revenue or growth and YC yeah. tag also, like all of these things would have helped. Yeah, this has helped the major thing that has helped us is keeping that differentiating factor in the market. So that time when we were raising A, there was none of the companies who were actually selling subscriptions in the SMB space. We were the only ones doing it. Our differentiating factor of only catering to quality merchants was something that made it easier. Okay, okay, okay. And for, I guess your corporate today would be something like a Dukan. Yeah, from outside it looks like it, but if we see holistically, you know, the people who actually pay 30,000 bucks and use the solution, there were none. Because even the smaller players, either back then they were just free or they were charging 5,000 rupees annually, 6,000 rupees annually. But if you see from check size, 30,000 would be paid by a merchant who are at least doing, I would say, 70, 80 lakhs of annualized turnover. So. It was a sweet, it is a sweet spot, I would say, Akshay, because competitor-wise, kuch problem nahi wa in that Okay, okay. And is more of 5 6,000. They're more mass market. Yeah, that's what I see on website, at least. Okay, okay, okay. So there, there's no direct competitor for you at that, like a slightly bigger size. Acquisition was never a problem for Bikai since beginning. That, because we had a head start, like initially we were charging something, others were free, so... We kept increasing our check size. So we switched. Okay, yeah, yeah. Most of the other Kirana tech companies yeah. are going the free route. Correct. Yeah. yeah, for us, like I, whenever there was this article about Kirana tech or Dukan tech, they always said players like, Bikai was never focused on Kirana, I would say. Journey started from grocery stores, but that grocery store also looked very different. It was not that neighborhood, very small Kirana store who, was doing I would say 1 lakh 1.5 lakhs monthly no there have been always like bigger merchants using Bikai but they are also SMBs okay okay amazing so what's your vision for the company now like next couple of years where do you see uh-huh. it going vision is the same as what it was on day zero when we were starting out which was to make businesses successful and maybe that vision has brought us to build big that vision has brought us to start marketing solutions so vision remains same but from an execution point of view, Akshay, it has changed completely. Like we want to become that global company whom people don't see at, for example, if you see any Indian other SaaS company, they are taken as a cheap version of the existing solutions. Let's say for CRM market, etc. They think, ha, matlab, ye India ki company hai. Uh, adopt their solution, ye cheaper cost mein jayega, but is as efficient as others know. Like we want to create a mindset that we charge even higher than our global competitors, but the things that we provide you are world-class. So our vision is to become that world-class SaaS company who's giving you things which are world-class, but at an additional cost. It's not a cheap alternative to the things that you see in the market. Are there alternatives to globally that helping in uh, e-commerce and marketing? Marketing. There are a lot of companies, but not any direct competitor if you see the offerings, because it has become a one-stop solution for your marketing and also support needs. Retargeting, you can enable growth, you can do CRM, etc. It's because our insights, three years of insights into e-commerce has made us build this product and running marketing solution for at least five, six months, managed services has made this product. So none of them cater to this offering, but there are a lot of companies who are doing, working in the e-commerce marketing space. It's actually a very big space. Yep. The way in which you help is to market is largely WhatsApp chats. 
right now yes so today evening we are launching our new version which will have instagram and facebook messenger as well so evolving it okay. because mm-hmm. there are major west countries who are not using whatsapp as their primary channel they use yeah. Yeah. high message they use facebook messenger they use mm-hmm. something else so we'll have to get to that mm-hmm. okay okay what about the notifications uh, hey, like notifications gauge etc does that yeah those mm-hmm. kind of notifications But, Yeah, I guess that would need the customer to have an app, right? If they don't have an app, then notifications won't work. No, like, but browser notifications not, are not like. Yeah, they are not a big use case, but people do ask this. Notification could be something that our product roadmap could evolve to Akshay. But right now, we haven't thought of anything. Like we are right now focusing more on conversational use cases, like WhatsApp and other channels getting introduced with other channels. and also building right capabilities to support those channels like crm bots etc and at the same time because this product relies on the number of customers this brand has we wanted to introduce a growth module which will help them to increase the number of customer base they had so they can put widgets on their website they can put a really good reel on their instagram so this would be the focus right now and then we'll keep expanding our now, what about uh, emails uh, or again email, email is like Not a big. The open rates are like, dismal, like percent or less. It is in India, but outside. But yeah, definitely. Even in US, if you see, iMessage is better than emails, and also emails is a very crowded market. Doctor, there are really great players already have done this, executed this game really well. So maybe it could be something that on a very late roadmap, just to have a full solution. Okay. Yeah, yeah because for a customer, he would not really like to. Have a separate place for his email marketing. Correct, correct. It should be one-stop solution. Should have. Yeah, yeah. Especially, I think abandoned cart. Like at least most e-commerce sites do a lot of email marketing around that. Correct, correct. In fact, we did one broadcast of the segment that our strategy manager had created for the brand that we had recently onboarded, and they ended up getting six hundred x returns from the yes. campaign that we had sent. So it's like early signs are early. Amazing, amazing. Okay, cool, cool. What is your headcount now? So we are around one fifty plus people in the organization, Akshay. And what's the split? Like how many in customer support? How many in sales? Yeah. How many in tech? Majority are tech and product. So around hundred and ten people are in tech and product. So we are heavily investing in R and D. Forty are even in forty ten are in HR. Seven eight are in finance. So our support and sales team is very small right now. Around twenty people, twenty twenty five. And that's because of the product mindset. Like you're trying to build a product that's so strong that it doesn't need support. Yes, investing heavily on R and D, and especially you see, it's a great time to invest in R and D. You can build a product in the like looking at the market sentiments right now. Build a product for them, and then scale hmm. it up when the time is right. Amazing. Okay. And why do you have a ten member HR team? Like that sounds overkills. <laughs> Thank you for your feedback. But they are also multitaskers. I would say so they. Help in managing the office building, like admin. So two, three people do that. Then we are also hiring our sales team because now we have to scale up our multi-geography sales team that we are building. So proper help ho jati hai. So these are like multiple use cases and performance management. Yeah, it's an overkill, but I really love all of them. And that okay, okay. Yeah, have you felt that being a woman founder is tougher than being a male founder, or any lessons for women who are aspiring for entrepreneurship? 
Um, there is nothing tough. In fact, I feel I I feel I have not been a man myself, but I feel that it's easier to be a woman founder than a male founder because first of all, people will never treat you bad in the first call. At least they'll have some decency when they come to you. So that's one thing that I felt, and I feel it's a power. It's a power that a female founder should leverage while building the company. That no one will treat you badly, at least in the first instance. But later, it can evolve to depends upon the nature and the culture of the person. But fortunately, never in our journey of company building, fundraising, or any interaction, I have felt any kind of disadvantage being a woman founder. And also from it also Akshay, I would say too much depends on your upbringing. So in my family, I never even got this thinking in my mind that males and females get different treatment. I have my brother in my house, and in fact, I feel I get better treatment than him, being the little child in the house. So never felt that in the upbringing. So maybe that could be a reason. Whenever I go through something, I never see the negative part of it. I always. Think positive aspect of everything i do so never felt and the message to all female founders would be never go into what they read in media that there are just 5% or 6% of female led companies becoming xyz never read that it's never this is like a random analytics that people are throwing outside in the world just believe in your skills believe in your talent believe in your passion i would say so what are your top 3 lessons as a founder things which you realize that you needed to change about yourself still in the learning phase but i would try to collate like few pointers number 1 is keep your ego small this is something that takes some time to digest and ego i would say is there will be a lot of setbacks there will be people coming to your face and telling you that this is not going to work this is completely bullshit you should not even focus on that those are like few lines that you will keep hearing in your journey especially if you're bootstrapping early in your journey this will be very common statement that you'll keep hearing don't listen to them but at the same time keep your egos low just don't just go back and say ki kya bakwas kar raha hai sir please don't do that keep your egos low stay grounded but keep working hard that's one lesson second is challenges will come in his life it will be in one form or other and it should not be taken as a setback it should be taken as a comeback of sorts and there the more you grow the more would be the people or the circumstances that will try to pull you back just always take it positively that if someone is pulling you back that means you have grown to a standard that they felt of pulling you back just take it positively again and <laughs> third akshay be honest and do the right things that is like very easy to slip into lot of things maybe it could be pressure from anyone in your company or externally making you do things they, those are not right or maybe there would be things that you really don't support so let's say for example if you're not liking someone's work and but you aren't able to communicate to them that this is not the right place for you because some where emotion comes into the picture ki how do i fire this person etc please do the right thing for the company do the right thing for the people who have believed in you and just follow that so these are like mm. few things that and that brings us to the end of this conversation i want to ask you for a favor now Did you like listening to the show? I'd love to hear your feedback about it. Do you have your own startup ideas? I'd love to hear them. Do you have questions for any of the guests that you heard about in the show? I'd love to get your questions and pass them on to the guests. Write to me at ad@thepodium.in. That's ad@thepodium.in.